You're listening to Minor Talk On Demand exclusively on 600 ESPN El Paso. Stay up to date with Minor Talk by downloading the free 600 ESPN El Paso mobile app. All right, Minor Talk is live. We're presented by the Oscar Arieta Agency. With seven locations across El Paso from the west side of Fabens, you can contact the Oscar Addy at the agency for all your home, auto, or life insurance needs. Trust the experts at the Oscar Addy at the agency. Uh, we're starting today off uh, a high note for UTEP men's basketball. They beat Western Illinois 80-54 to in the first round of the Basketball Classic. If you would like to talk with us here on Minor Talk about this one for uh, for minor fans to watch some postseason hoops action, you can give us a call, 915 915- 8805763 is our telephone number as we get started today. No Salmontes today. Just want to mention that he'll be back in action on Tuesday. Same with the Miners as they get ready to take on a, an opponent to be determined. Salmontes is on his extended honeymoon with his fiance Salma. So a uh, big shout out to Sal Squared out there having fun uh, for their honeymoon. Angel Munoz in our Lubin Go studios helping us out, screening phone calls and producing the show here as we get started on Miner Talk. Eight Eight zero five seven six three. A lot of uh, tweets to get to and phone calls as well. Six hundred ESPN El Paso on Twitter at six hundred ESPN El Paso on Twitter. Joe checks in uh, first off off air over the phones. He he asked uh, he t- he texted into the show. He said UTEP played great today. Do you know what happened with Jamal Bienemy? And is there any truth to the rumors that Titus Sule Boom and Keontae Kennedy are leaving? Wow, we're starting it off uh, real hot here on the show, I guess. Um, first off, just wanted to shout out Sule Boom, becoming only the second minor in UTEP history to record a triple-double. I saw him flirting with the triple-double. I saw UTEP thinking about checking him out of the game and uh, seeing Sule Boom exit this one, flirting with the triple-double and not reaching that milestone. But Joe Golding put him back in. A uh, couple late assists uh, led led to the first triple-double since Jason Williams did it way back in 2006. Uh, uh, you know, it's funny. We were supposed to have Jason Williams on the show today here on Minor Talk joining us in place of Sal, but unfortunately, he had some uh, some other um, endeavors to go to uh, with his basketball camp and, and things like that. So Jason Williams, big shout out to him. He texted me that he's super happy for Sule Boom, thinks that he could go play pro or come back and really help the Miners next year and maybe even be uh, Conference USA Player of the Year. That's uh, coming in from our man Jason Williams. But back to Joe, who texted into the show asking what's up with Jamal Bienemy. So this is a really interesting question because Jamal Bienemy was seen today in street clothes on the, you know on the bench and I think a lot of minor fans were really worried right away. They were like, "Oh man, is he already has he entered the transfer portal? What has happened with Jamal Bienemy?" No, it's it, you know, things are okay with Bienemy. Let let me just put it this way. Uh, JB has played about a month and a half with this nagging injury that's going up against him and uh, he just needed this one to rest. And you heard from head coach Joe Golding after the game talk about how this was the game that they wanted him to have that rest. He'll be back in action uh, assumedly assume the Miners continue in this postseason tournament. Maybe it's on Tuesday that Jamal Bienemy's back. Maybe he waits and joins them uh, for the next round. That's the biggest thing for JB. Now, as far as the players for rumor uh, who are rumored to leave the program, now that's um, that's an interesting one because we've heard a lot of different things outside uh, outside the floor for the miners over these past couple weeks. I mean, uh, we thought things were over. Uh, way back, you know, in the Miners, it feels like a long time ago, but when the Miners dropped their game uh, to Middle Tennessee, we thought it was over for UTEP. Instead, they elect to play in the Basketball Classic, uh, like Golding references. It was very player-driven, their decision to actually play in the Basketball Classic. So uh, you kind of understand why the Miners decided to do this, uh, but that doesn't, you know, that doesn't take away from what could happen here uh, once the offseason hits for the Miners and the transfer portal. I don't know about those players specifically, Titus Verhoeven, Sule Boom, and Keontae Kennedy. I think on this show, the last time we had this podcast and and this live show, we talked about uh, speculating about players possibly leaving. But I'll tell you this. After UTEP lost to Middle Tennessee in the second round of the Conference USA Tournament, 
you started to hear a lot more encouraging things behind the scenes about some of these guys stay, uh, sticking around. Now, I know there, there will be players who leave, and I've covered this before here on Minor Talk. If you're coming at us and saying, well, you, uh, Joe Golding has everything intact, this team sees, seems like they're really playing together, this team loves each other and all that kind of stuff, I, b- I believe that. But at the same time, I also want to caution people by saying it doesn't matter it really doesn't matter who ends up playing with who or, or what, when players play at, at what times. What will matter is the transfer portal is always coming in college basketball, and it's always a thing left and right. 880-5763, our telephone number to get into the program, 600 ESPN El Paso on Twitter. at 600 ESPN El Paso on Twitter. Um, yeah, I mean, the transfer portal, if you're going to tell me, oh, there's, there's going to be this mass exodus of players who are going to leave the program, I don't really buy that either. I feel like for the Miners, um, you have to have some kind of a middle ground right there, and the Miners will probably find that. Players who end up leaving, but then acquiring players on the back end of everything. And that's huge for UTEP. That's huge because today, in the middle of this game, like legit in in the middle of UTEP defeating uh, Western Illinois, we heard that UTEP is actually getting a JUCO commitment from Derek Hamilton. Now, if you're not sure who Derek Hamilton is, don't worry, I didn't know either. Uh, but upon looking up this guy, um, minor fans are going to be excited because Derek Hamilton, who, who committed again today um, on social media during this game, he's a very interesting prospect. Uh, he's on Twitter at Big Derek with two Ks. If you'd like to follow him on social media, he's a six foot ten forward. He played at Bozier Parish Community College, and he's committed to UTEP now. He averaged 11 points a game on 53% shooting this past year in uh, in the JUCO level. But what people are going to like is this: his size. Hamilton is a center, a true center. He's a six foot ten. Get this. Here you go, minor fan. 280 pound center. Isn't that exactly what UTEP fans have been hoping for? So, you know, going back to the transfer portal question from Joe who texted in off air, I don't know who's going to end up leaving this program. I don't know if it's going to be Sule Boom, Keontae Kennedy, or Titus Verhoeven, or if, you know, those guys like to stick around and come back another year. You know, both uh, both Sule Boom and Verhoeven uh, are redshirt juniors. Keontae Kennedy being a sophomore, those guys can all come back another year if they would like. Now, all three of them have graduated, so they can end up leaving and uh, going off as a gradu- graduate transfer elsewhere. Or maybe some of those players, like the veterans, like Sule Boom, decide that they want to test the pro waters. I'm not talking NBA, but I also think that uh, uh, this is just pretty interesting to note just all around for you know transfer portal news and buzz like that. 880-5763, our telephone number to get into the show. we got two calls to get to. First off, we're going to go to Jackson, then we're going to go to Kurt. Uh, let's keep it moving here on Minor Talk. Jackson's going to join us first on the show, 8805763. We've got one line available. Jackson, good afternoon. What's going on? Uh, going good. I just came back from the game. Nice, Jackson. What would you think of the game? I loved it. I, I thought it was great atmosphere, and I just want to say congratulations to uh, Sulay Boom for his triple-double, man. That's Amazing. How cool is that? You got to witness history today, Jackson. If you were at the game, uh, Sule Boom becoming just the second UTEP player to ever record a triple-double. How about that? Yeah, I thought I thought that was amazing. Uh, and, like, just the whole game in general, like, he was, he was aware. He was on point. There was some calls but, that were wrong, but... I mean, they, they got the win, and that's all that matters. That's all that matters. Hey, it was. All, I understand, Jackson. Today kind of went back and forth, a little sloppy at times by the Miners, but nonetheless, they dominated in this game. They had just a seven-point lead going into the half, and they built on that lead. Look at what it ended up being, a 26-point win for the Miners, and now they get to advance in the next round, Jackson. So uh, I'm with you on that. I appreciate your phone call, Jackson. Thanks so much for weighing in on the show, and uh, appreciate you being a fan of the Miners. 880 our telephone number to get into the show, 600 ESPN El Paso on Twitter. Kurt is next on the show. Kurt, what's going on, man? Hey, how you doing, man? I'm doing well, hey, Kurt. Doing? Hey, they got to the 20-win mark. Remember we were talking about that? They sure did, and congratulations. Uh, I was there at the game, and uh, great game, and 
Uh, got a few questions. You know, I, I talked to Sully Boom. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm pretty good. You know, knowing pretty well throughout the season. Okay. And, and you were uh, the one. And, uh, wait, wait, real quick, Kurt. For minor fans who don't remember, you were the same yeah. person who called us. Uh, I, I believe it was just two weeks ago, and you told us that uh, maybe it was a little bit non-committal from Sule Boom when you asked him if he's coming back next year. And you're a mi- you're a diehard minor fan, Kurt. I know you're just going up to these players and asking them point blank, "Hey, man, I'm a big fan of you. Are you coming back next year?" I know you're doing that. I, I am, I am. I, we talked. We talked before he got in the, the arena. You know, I was first in line to get in the arena today, and I, I talked to him uh, five, ten minutes, and he said he don't know what he's going to do yet. He's he, he's honestly he's having a hard struggling with it, and I said uh, he appreciates me talking to him about it, and 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 minor minor nation wants him to come back. I said, hey, we get some big guys for you. Come back, man. I, said, I don't know who's going to leave or not, but you got, you play a lot of minutes here, and you can still you know you know you know just you know do well here. So. He told me, Kurt, I'm, I'm really going to. He goes, you know, we'll talk about it more, brother. You know, I, I'm not really. I'm. I, I promise you, I'll talk about it. But right now, I can't really give you what I'm, what I'm going to do. Wow, so, Kurt. Hey, but, but hey, I appreciate also, you actually going out and talking to him, and then giving that to us here on the record with minor talk. Also, one more question: What, what, what happened to the enemy? Yeah, I can't J- find out why he didn't play. Yeah, so JB had has been dealing, Kurt, with this injury that's been nagging for about a month and a half now. That's that's kind of what I opened up with. So no problems, no like overwhelming issues or anything like that. No transfer portal news for Jamal Bienemy. Let's just be honest; he's been working nonstop. He's one of the uh, best players on this team, and he just needed a rest from in-game action. Like he'll he'll still practice with the group. He'll still get ready for the next game as if he's going to play. But he, he's probably going to be a game-time decision because he's been dealing with this nagging injury, and he doesn't play like he's hurt. He doesn't play like he's uh, missed missed a beat or missed a step at all, but he just needs that kind of you know rest for this game in order to be back okay. for next, okay? Okay, great. When we talked, he, he told me he was coming back. He told me. Yep, uh, he told us here on the show as well, so I'm with you on so, that. So let's, let's hope that we get uh, some big guys in here and some of these guys come back and – and uh, and get this thing going for next year. If not, then we wish him well because we're in the, the transfer portal industry right now. That's oh, what yeah. It is. We definitely are. Kurt, let me ask you one quick question. Um, were you a fan of them doing this postseason tournament? Are you excited that they did this? Yeah, Yes, I am. I, I always like to see these young guys keep, keep, keep playing and, and uh, getting their, you know, an extra game or two. If they can continue to get some more experience, I, I'm all for it. I'm all still for getting out of the recruiting, too, and uh, – because this guy you just mentioned a minute ago that can that gets committed, so that's good. I know we get some more big guys. Sure, so I'm glad that they're playing and they're the, we'll keep it going. We'll find out who they're playing Tuesday night. Yeah, we will. I'll be there. All right, Kurt. We'll see you there at uh, seven o'clock on Tuesday. Appreciate the phone call, Kurt. Thanks for weighing in on the show. Our telephone number eight eight zero five seven six three. That's our telephone number if you'd like to get in after Kurt six hundred ESPN El Paso on Twitter. Again, we don't know the we don't. <laughs> I love you, Zay. Kurt, Kurt doing God's work. That's what he tweets out on social media. <laughs> I love that tweet. Um, so going back to UTEP, they play this upcoming Tuesday, 7 o'clock start. We'll have countdown to tip-off starting at 6.30 here at 600 ESPN El Paso. Miners will play an opponent to be determined. Uh, voice of the Miners, John Teicher, alluded to two teams that he thought could be in the mix, uh, one being New Orleans. They take on Portland tonight, Portland University. Uh, if New Orleans were to win that game, they would come and play the Miners on Tuesday. However, if they lose that game, if Portland advances, Portland would end up possibly playing Fresno State, and then Southern Utah would come to UTEP and play the Miners. So those are some possible matchups right there. Again, it's the ba- it's the first year of the basketball classic, so we're not too sure who uh, who their opponent might be. We might know later today, or we might know pretty soon on uh, the, this matchup for Tuesday night. 880-5763, our telephone number, 600 ESPN El Paso on Twitter, at 600 ESPN El Paso on Twitter. I thought things just went well for the Miners today. Getting off to that 11 nothing start. Uh, they held Western Illinois to missing their first 12 field goals. I love that start for the Miners, and I, I really appreciated what they did against Western Illinois to just set the tone early on, and I think that made all the difference in this one. Uh, Want to also mention today, it's a real busy day uh, when it comes to you, uh, actually local sports. First off, how about this is uh, this one right here. The Locomotive FC, they take on New Mexico United. We talked about this on Monday with Derek Fox. 
Fox on the show. Uh, they're, they're doing flag giveaways. They're doing fireworks after this one. And if you can't make it out to Southwest University Park, the Locomotive FC match against uh, New Mexico United, which is their rivals. This could be one of the biggest games to start things off. Uh, you can also watch it on KFOX. That's Channel 14. So that's uh, w- wanted to mention that as well. KFOX will be airing tonight's Locomotive FC matchup against New Mexico United. 880-5763, our telephone number, 600 ESPN El Paso on Twitter. Doyle will join us next on the phone lines. Doyle, good afternoon. What's going on? Hey, uh, this is Carl Gaither. I, um, I graduated in 66, a wonderful, wonderful time watching minor basketball. I wanted to talk about uh, a site that's, uh, that's live that we've worked on. It's called minorhoops.com. Yes, and Doyle, uh, you've, you've joined Sports Talk in the past with us. Uh, I, I, I definitely remember Please. you. Please yeah. let, uh, let our uh, listeners know a little bit about Minor Hoops because I think this is an awesome, awesome incentive that you do. Well, thank you. Uh, what we've been able to do is get through the um, the red tape of compliance with our student athletes, where they can go through the disclosure process and the university vetting to get their NIL deals legal, so they can actually receive contributions from businesses. And next year, we're going to have a great, great new program that fans can get directly involved. That's awesome. And the way they, the way they would do it is when a when a when a minor minor player qualifies for going through the uh, the training, the, the financial literacy that they have to do, and they disclose everything. They create a page on our site, and then they invite fans to join that page and post their avatar and comments and so forth. And when they do, they can actually push money directly to the athletes through a Zelle account. Uh, a, uh, I don't have the right. Is it Zelle? Yeah, it is Zelle. So it's like when you split a check at the restaurant. Sure, sure. I understand what you're talking about. Yeah. And so, you know, a, a fan could, uh, could say maybe feel like, you know, he likes to, he wants to support JB or, or, or Suey or uh, any of them. And uh, if they're on the site, and he can push 20 bucks their way, and it all gets disclosed and so forth. But it can aggregate where we might have, you know, hundreds of fans with these small contributions that could really make a difference. That really could make a difference, Doyle. And I'll, I'll tell you this: uh, these athletes, it, it's more about like a, hey, what are the other, or what are my friends doing at other schools? So these athletes, uh, they go on social media, they look at some other schools and some of these other, you know, friends of theirs that they have. Uh, those players are actually getting nil deals or getting, you know, deals left and right from people, uh, and it just happens because they they are at a different school. So Doyle, I appreciate you doing this for El Paso for minor fans and stuff. like like that to try to connect with UTEP athletes and uh, and give back to them. So I think this is a great incentive. Do we know any current UTEP basketball players who are participating in this? Well, now, Suey Boom has uh, signed with us early on, and uh, he got a commercial sponsorship through the good people at Longhorn Distributing. Nice. Okay, great. And, hey, uh, he's a great yeah. sponsor on our show as well, so big, uh, big oh, shout-out to sure Longhorn think- Distributing. Yeah, I sat with him at the game today. Great, great guy. And... Um, so, you know, we're, we're having um, a little bit of headwind against uh, trying to compete with all the advertising dollars and everything. I think some people think that uh, maybe it takes away from other uh, potential sources of revenue uh, up at the university. But these, this goes uh, directly to the athletes. We don't, make, we don't charge anything. I've developed the site. We host it. Uh, all, of the, uh, all of the operating costs are are taken care of and and so forth so it's it's minorhoops.com uh it's active it didn't you know we didn't really get the great um uh send off this year but fans can go in and create an account for free and uh, then they can uh be uh eligible to uh to go onto the players pages and uh we're going to have a minor messaging where the uh where the players can actually post comments like a twitter account uh, except that you don't get inundated with all the privacy issues and the ads and everything that goes with it. It's okay. all uh, it's it's all localized within the site, 
and we don't uh, we don't sell email addresses or have any kind of a a, a financial model along those lines. But uh, I know we've got great excitement. I just got my tickets for uh, Tuesday night's game, and uh, we uh, we're going to have a a great great uh, product here for people who remember what minor basketball was like and those that are learning. Hey, Doyle, great job. Thank you so much for calling in. Call us anytime. Uh, we're happy to push this site. I think it's awesome. Again, it's minorhoops.com. Doyle, appreciate it. We'll see you there Tuesday. Thank you. All right, that's Doyle joining us on the phone lines, 880-5763. If you'd like to talk with us here on Minor Talk, 600 ESPN El Paso on Twitter. Uh, let's get to Twitter. we got a lot of tweets to get to. Joe Chacon te- uh, checking in to start things off on the show. Someone needs to get a picture of Coach Joe Golding. How cool is it that your coach wears a Defend the Dawn shirt to coach today's game? That's my coach. Way to go. 20 wins, and the future is looking bright. Hashtag Minor Talk. Hashtag Defend the Dawn. Hashtag Coach Joe Cool. Is that an upcoming nickname right there? I got to pass that through uh, Sal Montes to see if he could do that. If we could do that one, Coach Joe Cool uh, for Coach Joe Colding wearing that uh, Defend the Dawn T-shirt. Hey, it's the 56th anniversary today of the 1966 National Championship for Texas Western and the UTEP men's basketball program. I feel like that is awesome right there. And I also think uh, when it comes to this UTEP basketball team, uh, they ha- they you know. They honored that 66 team very well today by having a big tournament win. Uh, King Eric tweets the show, Great overall game. Decision-making is great. Passing was a little bit sloppy at times, but I can look past that. Only negative is they could have won by more. They had so many open looks that didn't go in. Overall, a very good game, and that's at King Eric. Eric, I'll just tell you this. I think we're being a little nitpicky when it comes to the minors in today's game if you want to knock them on anything. I feel like... uh, uh, you know, I, I feel like them um, uh, not necessarily uh, having, you know, having these different turnovers or, or not necessarily click, um, you know, uh, beating the, this Western Illinois team by more. Uh, you throw that out the window, man. I, I, I think you're being a little too picky when it comes to those kinds of things. And I think that if you're a UTEP fan today, just celebrate the fact that they got that victory and they beat them by a lot. They never really had to worry about this one uh, against the Leathernecks of Western Illinois. 880-5763 or tell phone number 600 ESPN El Paso on Twitter. That's 600 ESPN El Paso on Twitter. This one, again, coming in from Kingsley Onyema, the father of Zarek Onyema. Congratulations, team. We are not done yet, but 20th victory this season sounds absolutely remarkable to me. Kudos to you all for bringing the energy. How about the achievement by Sule Boom? Hashtag believe at 600 ESPN El Paso. I mean, seriously, how about that that achievement for Sule Boom? And, you know, I, I've talked about it time and time again. I feel like he's still the most valuable player that you could look at for this UTEP basketball team and just does so much for this team uh, in multiple categories. You saw it today. He got to eight rebounds. It felt like uh, really quick. And then he, he got to that mark uh, with the assist just continuing to build up in the second half. They took him out, but put him right back in in, in the late uh, part of the game so he can get to that milestone. A triple-double for Sule Boom. 20 points, 12 rebounds, 10 assists, and one steal in 39 minutes of action for uh, the Redshirt Junior. 8805763, our telephone number as Minor Talk continues. We'll get to some awards later on in the show. Uh, our hot hand of the game brought to you by Wind Supply El Paso and our player of the game thanks to Keats Southwest. Uh, UTEP at one point this season they were seven and seven you go back to Thursday January 6th when they dropped their third straight game against Louisiana Tech Miners were 0 and two to start things off in conference USA you just look two games ahead of that Miners are eight and eight in the middle of January they just lost to Charlotte 66 to 53 one and three in conference play if you would have told me at that point on Thursday January 13th that UTEP would be a 20 win team I would have said, no way. I would have said, you're crazy right now because UTEP is simply not getting to that mark. Nonetheless, they were able to really turn things around. It started in that overtime win against Old Dominion. They reeled off six games right after that. They beat some of the best in Conference USA, including Louisiana Tech, who made it all the way to the Conference USA Championship game against UAB. They beat North Texas 70-68. to And then they you know, beat other teams down the stretch like Southern Miss, Rice, played a very competitive game against UAB, and then 
and beat Old Dominion in the first round of that Conference USA tournament. So uh, Miners have had much success in year one of head coach Joe Golding. Let's keep things moving on Twitter. This coming from Joe Chacon again. Uh, Coach Joe Golding should have players wanting to play here with his enthusiasm alone. He is going to take UTEP men's basketball back to where they are a legit contender year after year. Time for win number 21 on Tuesday. Hashtag Coach Joe Cool. Hashtag Brock is my OG. Hashtag Minor Talk. That's coming from Joe Chacon. If you'd like to tweet us, it's at 600 ESPN El Paso on Twitter. Also check us out, 600 ESPN El Paso.com. We'll have postgame wrap-ups there uh, as we continue. And we're going to take a time out right now on the show. Our telephone number, 8805763. We've got lines available if you'd like to talk about the Miners beating the Leathernecks in uh, this one, this afternoon game. Now is the time to do it. Let's take a time out right now as you're listening to Miner Talk, brought to you by the Oscar Arietta Agency, right here on 600 ESPN El Paso. As we continue here on Miner Talk, 8805763. That's 915-880-5763 to get into the show. 600 ESPN El Paso on Twitter. That's 600 ESPN El Paso on Twitter. We'll get to the game in just a second. Miners defeating Western Illinois in the first round of the Basketball Classic. But I want to let you know uh, our station, 600 ESPN El Paso and KLAQ 95.5, our sister station, we're throwing a party, a pickle party. That's right. It's today, 2 o'clock till 10. It's going on right now at Epic Rail Yard Center. You can check it out. There's a bunch of bands getting ready to play. In fact, 15 minutes from now, it's Radio Altivo who's hitting the stage. 5.45 start for Feline Fox, and then Fungi Mungle will come to close out the show at 7.45. Tickets are just $5 advance online. You just go to KLAQ.com, and then uh, tickets are $10 at the door. I'll be there. Angel Munoz, our producer, will be there right after the show. Uh, and Angel, are you a big fan of pickles? Are you okay with pickles? Or is this uh, is this a... Di- uh, a fine food for you that you can eat and uh, be okay with. Okay, I got you. So there's like uh, there's like pickle spears there. I see there um, there there's like pickle burger. You know, obviously they've got just gherkins that they're handing to people in, in the VIP area. It looks like a lot of different things. I know again they have beer out there, but we'll be out there. It's uh, the Epic Rail Yard Event Center. It's at two uh, twenty two oh one East Mills Avenue. Come hang out with us. Uh, we'll we'll say what's up. And that is uh, the KLAQ and six hundred ESPN El Paso pickle party going on right now. Uh, speaking on about going on right. Right now, a lot of college basketball going on right now across the NCAA tournament. I know uh, sports talk has been a little idle this week as we've been airing all the college basketball games through our con- uh, contractual obligations uh, with Westwood One. So it's been a very busy week here at 600 ESPN El Paso. If you'd like to talk about some of those games as well, we could do that 8805763. But back to this game: UTEP defeating Western Illinois 80 to 54. Ryan Guzman checks in on Twitter. After this season, I completely trust Coach Joe Golding. If we lose some guys, then we lose some guys. Bottom line is that Golding can flat-out coach, so we're in good hands. Uh, I'm with you on that, Ryan. I I totally agree with everything you said there. Kevin at SleepyKev5, who always checks in on Minor Talk, this is what he says. There is literally no excuse as to why UTEP men's basketball can't win this tournament. Great win today, and for this squad, Sule Boom went off today. Congrats on the triple-double. Uh, we need everyone here at the dawn Tuesday night, 7 o'clock. This team needs your support, and that's coming from Sleepy Kev at Kevin on Twitter. Joe Chacon, actually, this is uh, this is Leo underscore Minor fan who checks in. He says that Minor Talk is live and that he's pretty excited about that. So besides UTEP and Western Illinois, I'm going to give you some other schools in the basketball classic because um, some people were talking about this field. They were saying that it's you know not the most competitive field out there. Uh, I'll just give you some of the teams who are still alive right now. Okay, South Carolina Upstate defeated Appalachian State 80-74. to They are 15-16 and on the year. More games, or, or more teams who advanced. Florida Gulf Coast defeated Detroit Mercy in the first round of the College Basketball Classic, so they'll be a team who's in the mix. Coastal Carolina will be a team in the mix after they defeated Maryland Eastern Shore 66-42. South Alabama checking in. They beat Southeastern Louisiana 70-68. Youngstown State defeated Morgan State 70-65. They're advancing in the Basketball Classic. And same with Southern Utah who defeated Kent State 
83-79. So Southern Utah will advance in the basketball classic. Merrimack and UMBC, that was uh, uncontested, and Merrimack will win that due to UMBC uh, not playing that game that was set on Wednesday. So UMBC, uh, excuse me, Merrimack is another school who will advance in this. Uh, how about Fresno State? That's a team that UTEP knows pretty well. They advance in this tournament after beating Eastern Washington. And if you're wondering what's the Fresno State connection with UTEP, well, it's Deion Stroud, who previously played for the Miners. He comes off the bench for the Bulldogs. He had 14 points on 5 of 9 shooting in 28 uh, minutes of action against Eastern Washington in the first round of the Basketball Classic. Uh, other teams who are advancing in this Classic, um, well, it'll be the winner tonight between Portland and uh, New Orleans. So uh, those are some other teams who are advancing in this tournament. Uh, it also looks like Wofford was set to play Youngstown State, but that didn't end up happening. So I'm not sure when that one will get rescheduled, but I do know that there are no games tomorrow. And uh, you're talking about the second round in the basketball classic really starting off on Monday. One matchup we do know. So these are teams that you can count out the minors playing. Florida Gulf Coast takes on Coastal Carolina. That will be taking place out at the HTC Center in South Carolina. Carolina, uh, Coastal Carolina being the home team in that one. That's the quarterfinal round. And then the Miners, of course, advancing in the quarterfinal round. Uh, they will be playing their quarterfinal matchup on Tuesday. Uh, 8805763, that's our telephone number, 600 ESPN El Paso on Twitter. Tristan Pence checks in on Twitter. Congrats to Sule Boom for the triple-double. That's a great accomplishment. Hashtag Minor Nation. Let's show up Tuesday night. Every postseason game is a momentum builder for next season. This one, checking in from Ivan. This one, he says this, when you're at the peak of your college career, I think it's only smart for you to put your name in the transfer portal. Even though I want players to say, stay and see who will flirt with that player. Nothing wrong with that. Just because you're on a diet doesn't mean you can't look on the menu. That's uh, Ivan at El Paso Visuals Deportivos who tweets in on uh, us on Twitter. That's a really interesting point. Now, here's another one. Here's another one from Ivan. This is what he says. Um, he says this. It doesn't hurt to put your name out there and offer your services. Professionals do that all the time. It doesn't change with college players. So if UTEP players put their name in the portal, UTEP fans shouldn't freak out. Just flirting a little and yes to pickle beer. So Ivan's a fan of pickle beer on that, but uh, he also says, you know, if you're a UTEP player, I, I think he's saying this regardless of sport, and you have a successful season, well, why not put your name in the portal and see what you can get? Maybe you get a ton of attention from everywhere and that you find a better opportunity. Now, um, that's what Ivan is saying right there. I'll say this to that, Ivan. It's fine if you see players enter the portal, and I've, I've said this nonstop. It's just how college basketball has changed and how it's evolved over time. But I will say this, um, still with UTEP, they want to get to a point where they are the go-to school. Like They're the school that no one wants to leave. And I, I get it. It's college basketball where uh, people are leaving at everywhere. They're leaving at Kentucky. They're leaving at Duke. They're leaving at North Carolina. Whatever. It could be the Blue Bloods. It could be a Power 5 school. It could be a mid-major school. It could be, you know, UTEP, and it's happened to UTEP year after year where they lose players to the transfer portal. Uh, we mentioned this last time. They lost um, five players last year to the portal. If you include Titus Verhoeven, who entered the portal and then quickly came back to the team, uh, that's six players from last year. Then you look two years ago, That's also they also lost six players, so... Consistent, uh, consistently, UTEP loses about five to six players to the portal, and that's just kind of a product of college basketball. So I'm, I'm just saying I get where you're coming from, Ivan, as far as it doesn't hurt to put your name out there and uh, see where you can go after that if you're a player. But at the same time, UTEP, just as a brand, needs to get to a point where – Players just don't want to leave, and I'm not sure. I think, you know, under Joe Golding, I think play, he's going to attract the player who's going to want to be here. So I think that the future is bright, you know, in that regard. Uh, let's keep things moving. This coming from Leo underscore Minor Fan. This is what he asks. Adrian, what would be the toughest matchup for the Miners on Tuesday? Um, I'm just going to look at those two teams that we're speculating on, uh, Leo, because it seems like those are the two teams right there. The first one being New Orleans, possibly. Now, New Orleans has to beat Portland tonight, and I'm not sure if that's really going to happen. New Orleans on the year, they're 18-13 and 13, uh, out of the Southland Conference. They're a team who has wins. Let's see. They have wins against teams like McNeese State. That's a team UTEP has played earlier this year. They beat Texas A&M Corpus Christi uh, twice this season. Uh, 
Uh, that's a group who finished 243 in Ken Palm. Now, by Ken Palm, New Orleans is 255. Uh, you know, in, in by Ken Palm, uh, for reference, the miners right now they were creeping. Yeah, they're 155 per Ken Palm. So miners fin- looking strong in that category. Now let's see Southern Utah. Now Southern Utah could be the other team who ends up coming to the Haskins Center uh, if if it's not New Orleans. Possibly, you know, these are just specul- uh, speculations right here. Um, this is a Southern Utah team who defeated Kent State. Uh, they beat them 83-79. Now, Southern Utah is 172 by Ken Palm. They're out of the Big Sky Conference. Um, this is They're coached by Todd Simon. They were 21-11. I would say Southern Utah, just on paper, is probably the tougher opponent right here just between these, uh, you know, these teams. They have wins this year against Yale, who was an NCAA tournament team. They beat Idaho in, in non-conference action. They also beat Utah Valley. They beat teams like uh, Sacramento State, Portland State, Idaho State, um, Eastern Washington, who is also in this tournament, Northern Arizona, and they've had losses to the likes of Montana State, Montana, uh, Cal, St. Mary's, and Dixie State. So kind of shows you where Southern Utah is uh, when it's all said and done in the grand scheme of things. 8805763, our telephone number, 600 ESPN El Paso on Twitter. Uh, that's 600 ESPN El Paso on Twitter. Esteban checking in on Twitter. He's uh, He says he's a newbie to Twitter. Did you get this? Yes, we did. And then uh, that is what Esteban checks in on Twitter. He also says graduate, and then players can go to the NBA. A couple other tweets to get to today. This coming from J-K-H-N-A-R-A-Z. He said, I was worried about Jamal Bienemy all game. I thought he was gone. Well, he's not. Um, and I think that really eases minor fans' uh, anxiety right there, just knowing that uh, Jamal Bienemy a little dinged up, but he'll he'll be back in the mix soon enough. Joe Golding alluding to that in his post-game interview as well, that he'll be back in action soon enough for this team. Uh, another tweet to get to, it's Bryce Chauvin, number 20. Miners hope Jamal Bienemy is back on Tuesday in the dawn. Picks up and congrats to Buckets on the triple-double. The damn golding era is what he says. That's Bryce Chauvin on Twitter. Also checking in his Rip City Trades on social media. Super proud of this UTEP team and coaching staff. Looking forward to them going out and winning the basketball classic. Go Miners. Hashtag Miner Talk. That's coming in from Rip City Trades on Twitter. Yeah, you know, now that you look at the field, I mean, it's conceivable to think that UTEP can win this classic for sure. I mean, really not a lot of tough opponents if you're going top to bottom. I mean, you can make an argument. If you want, if you really want to be picky and, and give me an argument about all these teams, sure, I'll, I'll buy that. I'll buy those arguments right there. If you want to tell me, you know, Fresno State's a good team or whoever. You want to tell me uh, Coastal Carolina, Florida Gulf Coast, whatever it may be. I understand. I'm, I'm not trying to knock you on that. I'm just saying this is an opportunity right here for the Miners to secure a postseason title. I'm not talking about, you know, uh, winning a couple games here and there. No, winning the title because you just look at the field, it's very possible for the Miners con- to uh, conceivably go th- go for a long run in this tournament. A Sule Boom with the triple-double today, only the second time since Jason Williams did it way back in 2006. Jason Williams texted into the show that he's very happy for Sule Boom and that he's looking forward to Sule Boom returning next year and uh, thinks that he could be a great professional basketball player when it's all said and done. Uh, That's coming from Jason Williams, a very humble guy and a frequent contributor here to Minor Talk. Uh, And he's very happy for Sule Boom achieving that triple-double mark. He also said that Julian Stone argued that he could have had a triple-double in one game. He said that he should have got it in in one, uh, and that's coming from uh, Jason Williams on uh, you know, off air. He was supposed to join us today, but he he has a lot of things going on in his life. So understand Jason and hope he can join us here before the minor talk season wraps up uh, as well. Let's keep it moving. Eight eight zero five seven six three. Our telephone number six hundred ESPN El Paso on Twitter. Uh, a big stat line to get to. Keontae Kennedy. 22 points and 15 rebounds. I mean, uh, that was overshadowed by the triple-double for Sule Boom. But, man, Keontae, I know he missed some shots in this game, but hit, he hit four three-pointers, which was his career best. He grabbed 15 rebounds, which was also his career best. He totaled two blocks and two steals. He was just all over the place, man. He was uh, Keontae Kennedy was somebody who was just 
on both ends of the court just dominating and really helping out the minors. 22 points and 15 rebounds. A stellar day for Keontae Kennedy. And uh, yeah, I understand he's rumored he's in the mix for a lot of these transfer portal talks. But uh, Keontae, he is very, uh, very committed to this team right now. And uh, it's a good sign to know that he's still, you know, we're still going hard and, and playing hard for this team. That That's definitely a thing you should look at. Uh, a trio of minors also scored in double figures alongside Kennedy and boom, it was uh, first off Jamal uh, Jamari Sibley who had 11 points, six rebounds. He also had a block in this game, and uh, Jamari Sibley is becoming a really good player for the Miners. I just I thought he really played with the flow of this game. When Jamari Sibley is on. Uh, usually means good things for the minors. Just want to say that right there. Also, uh, Titus Verhoeven and Alfred Hollins both scoring 10 points each. Alfred Hollins off the bench, 5 of 9. He started off sharp. I think he was 5 of 6, five of six to start things off uh, and ended off in double figures. And Titus Verhoeven, UTEP is now 12-0 and 0 all time when Titus Verhoeven scores 10 or more points. So, Big thing for the, uh, him right there. Miners emptied their bench. They played everybody. They played guys like Emmanuel White, who we haven't seen since the like of his uh, arrest that KTSM reported uh, with his um, you know his charges uh, with drugs and and with guns. I believe uh, those charges are pending. Coach Joe Golding at the time said that he was going to be away from on court activities, but still would practice with the team. And uh, this was really his first action that we've seen uh, since that arrest happened. Uh, I believe back in February. So uh, it's good to see Cam Clardy back in the mix. It's good to see guys like Bonky Maring, Emmanuel White in the mix, uh, off the bench, Kevin Callu, who's off the bench, who even scored today. I mean, Kevin Callu hasn't played at all really in this uh, these past couple months, but they, they got some on-court activity for him. Same with guys like Jarrell Satterfield, Zarek Onyema. I mean, everybody played, which is good to know if you're a UTEP fan. If you know that UTEP's emptying out their bench, man, that really bodes well for this UTEP squad. So good for UTEP in that category right there. Miners shot 53% from the floor. Uh, didn't shoot particularly well from beyond the arc, but still shot 30% and then uh, made 75% of their free throws while holding Western Illinois to shooting just 31% from the floor on 9 of, uh, I think it was 9 of 62 shooting. Man, that's just good defense right there for UTEP. They forced 8 turnovers on their end. UTEP had 13 to- turnovers, which is uncharacteristic of the Miners, but I think it's more of a product of uh, UTEP not really, you know, I-, I mean, maybe easing up on the gas in certain stretches th- of this game. Uh, let's take a timeout right now. Let's also use this timeout to give us our legal ID as well, Angel. So we'll we'll, uh, we'll do that as well. And we're going to take a timeout. When we come back, we're going to get to some awards and some final thoughts as we wrap things up here on Miner Talk, presented by the Oscar ID at the Agency, right here on 600 ESPN El Paso. All right, welcome back. Minor Talk continues. He's Angel Munoz. I'm Adrian Broadus. Together we bring you Minor Talk today. Salmonte is back in action on Tuesday as we keep moving. UTEP bouncing out Western Illinois of the Basketball Classic. UTEP advances to the second round of the Basketball Classic. That one tips off on Tuesday, and that's a 7 o'clock start. Tickets are $12 for general admission and $25 courtside seat tickets based on availability. Tickets are on sale right now. All you have to do is just go to Ticketmaster, find the UTEP Basketball Classic, and you can get those tickets right away. The Eisenberg Family Ticket Office will be open Monday and Tuesday, so you can also purchase those there as well. This is UTEP's first win in postseason play since they earned a runner-up honor at the 2009 CBI. That's when they went all the way um, into the CBI, went to the finals, and lost to Oregon State. Right after that, the next year, UTEP ended up going to the NCAA tournament. Um, UTEP, who is now 20-13, and 13, has hit the 20-win mark for the first time since they went 22-11 and 11 back in 2014-15. So a lot of firsts today for the Miners. It's uh, first in seven years that the Miners have done it. Uh, so it's just uh, you know, it's a good mark for this UTEP program. They, I didn't think they would get to this point at all. I, I don't know about you know other UTEP fans out there, but I did not think they would get to the 20 win mark uh, and be where they are right now playing postseason hoops. I thought it was over after the Middle Tennessee lo- uh, loss, uh, but evidently the Miners want to keep going here as uh, as they continue. Eight eight zero five seven six three our telephone number six hundred ESPN El Paso on Twitter as we continue here on Miner Talk. A couple other notes to get to here. Uh, Miners had. 
the first 11 points of this game. They held Western Illinois scoreless uh, and ha- and forced them to miss uh, their first 12 field goal shots. And uh, again, Sule Boom with the triple-double today joins just Jason Williams, who's a friend of our show, uh, who had a triple-double back in 2006 as the only two players in program history to have a triple-double in a game. And both, and accident, actually, this is something interesting. Coincidentally enough, both are in postseason play uh, with Jason Williams achieving this back in the 2006 NIT against Lipscomb. So, interesting right there. Friend of our show, Jason Williams, He's the one who uh, who also has the only um, you know the other triple double in UTEP basketball history. Couple other notes to get to today. Um, I mentioned this earlier in the show, and I'll mention it one more time. The Miners got a commitment today from Derek Hamilton. He's a junior college player, and now. What's interesting is Joe Golding talked about how uh, his big focus, you know, right after the Middle Tennessee game, he talked about how uh, he was focusing on the uh, Junior College National Championship Series that would be taking place. Uh, and in fact, uh, they didn't have a chance, obviously, to go because they're, they're getting ready for this basketball classic tournament. But they still get a big commitment out of a big dude in Derek Hamilton. Now, minor fans should note this: you, uh, he is six foot ten, six foot ten as far as his size. But guess what he weighs? Ways. 280 pounds. So this guy's a big guy. I mean, he's he's that kind of guy that you want, the big man that you want down low who's going to bang with the best of them in Conference USA. So uh, he has that upside right there just based on his frame. Derek Hamilton is somebody this year uh, who shot over 50% from the floor, averaged 11 points per game, and uh, he played for Bozier Parish Community College at the junior college level. Um, and so that's an interesting pickup for you, Tim. I'm curious to know how he's going to be as a, a player moving forward when, once he comes to El Paso what he's going to look like but yeah UTEP gets size right here in this commitment 6 foot 10 280 pound center in Derek Hamilton who committed today he committed during the game which is uh, pretty interesting to note as well let's keep it moving a couple tweets to get to this is from Augustine on Twitter so now that you said that UTEP will win the title you know you just jinxed it right uh, I never said they were going to win it. I said that this is the perfect opportunity for them to win it. Uh, and now that you said that, Augustine, maybe we just cancel out the jinx right there. Uh, Dave TV at Dave Fern 6 tweets the show. What were the attendance numbers? Hashtag minor talk. 3,500, Dave. 3,500 fans out at the Haskins Center. That was what was announced today as far as the attendance. Uh, I'm curious to know from fans. I wasn't there. I was back here at the Lubingo studio with Angel producing the game. I'm curious to know from fans how the crowd really was today. So tweet us that, 600 ESPN El Paso, or uh, send it to us uh, by giving us a call at 880-5763. I'm curious to know how, how the attendance was. We were trying to look at it from the television or the ESPN Plus broadcast, uh, and I couldn't really get a good grasp on how the crowd really was uh this coming from some guy chris i've been waiting for this a while the triple double that's what he meant always thought that julian stone or dominic artist would be the ones to get it uh i thought it would be dominic artist for sure i mean that was when i was first covering utep basketball and i would see some of those stat line i mean he filled the stat sheet in a big way and i definitely agree with you chris i thought it was going to be dominic artist to get to that mark but no it's sule boom and uh you know it's it's just interesting to know one of the guy one of the best players just all around for the miners in the past couple years he's the one who achieves that feat uh this coming in from this actually coming in from um uh, this is from El Paso Visuals Deportivos at Ivan Aguirre. Um, Ivan Pierre Aguirre. I know it's called minor talk, but speaking of the transfer portal, if New Mexico State wins tonight, Coach Jans is gone for sure, right? Someone will pluck him to coach at a bigger conference, at a bigger check, at a bigger for a bigger check at a bigger school. Can no? At 600 ESPN El Paso. Um, you know, I'll just be honest with you, man. I've heard a lot of buzz about him going to Kansas State. I don't know if that's going to be true. I don't know what kind of validity there is. I'm not a beat writer for New Mexico State. I don't know too much about that Aggie program other than the fact that they're going to be playing tonight against Arkansas. I'll tell you this. I don't really – it doesn't really matter, at least to me in my perspective, if they win tonight or not. I think Chris Jans has already put together a great resume. And I also thought um, – <laughs> 
I also thought that one of the biggest things that w- you could look at for Chris Jans is the fact that he finally got over the hump and he won that big NCAA tournament game uh, recently. Uh, so that's a that's a big thing to note. Eight eight zero five seven six three. As we got a line ringing in six hundred ESPN El Paso on Twitter at six hundred ESPN El Paso on Twitter. So I'm I'm in the boat that I think Chris Jans is gone for sure. Uh, and it's you know it's a credit to what he's done there at New Mexico State. He's been in the mix now for a while for a couple different jobs. And even you know uh, when we're talking about other jobs, not just Kansas State, uh, also rumored to be in the mix for that Mississippi State job. So I'm curious to know when it's all said and done what the coaching carousel really tells us. Right there. 8805763 as we continue 600 ESPN El Paso on Twitter at 600 ESPN El Paso on Twitter. 56 years ago, the Utah, actually the Texas Western Miners defeated Kentucky to win the national championship. Uh, this is the 56 year anniversary of the 1966 national championship team. Joe Golding honored that team today by wearing a Don Haskins t shirt that uh, a lot of minor fans really, really like. So that was really cool. Um, um, yeah, that, that was really cool to see that as well. Um, also, keeping things moving, wanted to let everybody know those tickets for Tuesday's games are already live. $12 for general admission, $25 for floor seat, uh, and that is the case, and um, most definitely. So uh, a caller off air said that it looked like 6,000 people and uh, 3,500, then rather than 3,500, they just didn't want to call in, I mean, talk on air, but he said it definitely looked like 6,000 people. So appreciate that caller who called in off air and let us know that it looked like a pretty good crowd. It Joe Golding talked about how good the crowd was as well, so I agree with them. I think it was it sounded pretty good over the radio, so I understand that for sure. Uh, as we wrap things up on Minor Talk, and as we turn the page and look over to uh, to Tuesday's matchup, we still don't know who the opponent will be. It'll be a seven o'clock start. That's what we will. Uh, w- that's what we know for sure. And uh, Sal Montes will be back in action for that one as well. He'll join us for Minor Talk. We'll talk to you again on that one. But before we end up the show, want to give out some awards on the show. Uh, this one, our Hot Hand Award, thanks to our great friends at Wind Supply El Paso. That's Wind Supply El Paso um, who brings us the Hot Hand Award after every minor talk. It goes to Keontae Kennedy, a performance that he had 22 points, set, uh, 15 rebounds. What a double-double performance for Keontae Kennedy. Um, this is a, uh, this is the the actually a back-to-back game for Keontae Kennedy where he got a double-double, so a valiant effort by him. And Keontae Kennedy wins our Hot Hand of the Game Award brought to you by Wind Supply El Paso. They are the official supplier of champion heating and cooling products. And to locate your nearest champion dealer, visit the Find a Dealer tab at windsupplyelpaso.com. Now let's get to our player of the game. Uh, This is about as a no-brainer as you can get. Sule Boom, triple-double performance, 20 points, 7 of 13 shooting. He made two triples today. He was 4 for 4 from the free throw line. 12 rebounds, 10 assists, 1 steal, and 1 block in 39 minutes of action. Sule Boom, our player of the game, and that's brought to you by Keats Southwest. From prototype to manufacturing 50 million pieces, Keats Southwest is a trusted partner worldwide for aerospace, automotive, appliance, electronics, military, medical, and many more companies throughout the world. Learn more about Keats Southwest online today at Keats S. W.com. Turning the page, looking over to Tuesday, Miners host an opponent to be determined. We'll tweet out more for that once we know more on our on you know 600 ESPN El Paso on Twitter, and we'll also update that in our story 600 ESPN El Paso.com. And that will pretty much wrap us up today. If you if uh, you're not doing anything tonight. Visit us at the Pickle Party. It's happening out at at, at a Epic Rail Yard Event Center, which is 2201 East Mills Avenue. We're going to have a lot of fun pickle eats, pickle drinks, pickle-themed contests. Uh, it's a pickle party, and it's all things pickle. That's with us, 600 ESPN El Paso, and our our sister station, 95.5 KLAQ. You can get tickets for $5 online today at 600ESPNElPaso.com or at KLAQ.com. And, uh, if you go to the door and you want tickets, it's $10. You can walk up and get those tickets as well. Uh, performing right now. we got a lot of great acts there. Uh, performing right now, it's Radio Altivo. Feline Fox comes up at 545, and then 745 closing us out is Fungi Mungle. Should be a great night out at the Pickle Party, and we'll see you there. For Angel Munoz, I'm Adrian Bradas saying so long. Thanks for listening to Minor Talk, presented by the Oscar Arieta Agency, right here on 600 ESPN El Paso.